0: Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hey there!
1: Merd! What are you doing in the doctor's laboratory?
7: Noticed a trail of ants heading under that door. Came in to clean up whatever they were here for.
1: And did you find
7: it? Turned out to be a uh, charging station. Those aren't regular ants. What are you doing in here?
1: Oh. Uh, the doctor asked me to bring him, uh, this thing. A uh, paperweight? Yes. It is very windy on the bridge.
7: Oh, I thought maybe you were back in his private healer.
1: You know about these?
7: Oh, sure. You, uh, leave a pretty thick trail of waxed mustache hairs. How that thing remains as lustrous as it is, I have no idea. You got extensions? Stash plugs? Of course not! What else do you know? Only that I haven't mopped the crew room today, so I best be heading that way. Oh, and uh, Leet's got a gift for you.
1: Ooh! I am very fond of getting gifts. You will not tell anyone about the healer, will It is... a surprise. What healer? This one, right here, the one we are talking about just now. What healer? This one. You are standing right next to it.
7: Uh, no, you're. Uh, you're not understanding me. What healer are you talking about? I know of no healer.
1: You are eating perhaps too many sandwiches. Uh, wait. I get it. I am walking away now. With your wet paper, that
7: is the thing that I have come here for. Okay, then. Catch you later. Did you know, Doctor, that this machine also goes to negative 11?
6: If you were hoping for a sweet little Valentine's Day episode, what are you looking here for? In typical Oz-9 style, this crew of gravel-headed yin-yangs celebrated the 14th of February by nearly sideswiping Venus. If you've ever seen Venus, you'll know, it's really, really big. How it managed to sneak up on this crew by being enormous and filling their windows for days and being the brightest thing in the sky apart from the sun is a mystery. No, no it's not, they're idiots, that's how. Leet was sad about having missed the holiday and suggested they celebrate Do a Grouch a Favor Day on February 16th, an observance that maybe eight people, including Leet, know about. This is actually a real thing, so if someone gives you a gift today, you might want to lighten up. Happy February
8: 16th, former Captain Jesse.
5: February 16th. What's the occasion?
8: Oh, it's to a growl- great friend a favorite day. Here. And what's this? I made mean it for you. Smell it. Oh, it smells like swamp! I know. Isn't that cool? Put some on.
5: Why would I do that?
8: It's perfume?
5: It's got bits floating in it. No. Hang on. They're swimming.
8: Oh, yeah. Those are newts.
5: You want me to dab swamp juice and live newts behind my ears?
8: And have a very merry February (laughs) 16th.
2: Olivia! Yes, once upon a Captain Jesse?
5: I believe Madeline told you to call me Captain Jesse, out of respect.
2: Which, if you'll replay the last five seconds, you'll discover
5: I did. Not exactly. Forget it. Is it really do a friend a favour day?
2: Not exactly. What'd
5: you get? Swamp perfume!
2: Bung it in airlock 19. I'll flip it along with Colin's shed scales from the Swamp Gator wallet and Head 1's Hello My Name is Gerard identity bracelet. Are we going with Gerard then? Well, it made Head 1 cry, but no one could tell if they were happy tears or sad, so I guess we'll see. Emily asked me to flip it before they both rusted. Besides, the only arms are on Emily's side, so a bracelet didn't make much sense. What did Madeline get? Oh! Uh, not sure. Nothing, I think. Ha! I know Lee like me better. Yeah, all right, let's go with that. You headed to the bridge? Yeah,
5: by way of Airlock 19. Let Madeline know I'm coming. The
2: Jessie, formerly known as Captain is on her way.
5: Just when I hate this ship a little less. Look
2: out! Look out! What the hell?
5: of August on Sundays. What the hell are
6: you doing? Having completely missed the door to the bridge, Colin crash-lands in a large basket full of night vision goggles.
2: Holy crap, are you okay? I... I think so. Am I still flying? No, you're on the floor. What's that around your neck?
4: No idea. Help me up, would you? Ugh.
2: Uh, you really shouldn't try flying in the corridors, Colin. They're
4: too narrow and low. Yes, thank you. Flying wasn't my idea. Are you alright?
2: What the hell did you crash into? Just a box of junk.
8: Oh, we heard a crash. Is everyone alright?
2: Who needs killing?
8: I'm here. Who needs saving?
2: Everyone's fine. Everybody just calm down. Colin was doing some unauthorized flying practice.
8: Not on purpose! Hey, you're riding great.
2: Yes.
3: He's quite slow, actually. But at least I can have a nice conversation as we amble towards the next emergency.
8: Conversation?
2: Seriously. No one's told him yet? Oh, for heaven's sake! Told me what? Let's get Colin to the bridge. Cal, uh, Greg,
8: would you mind? What are you asking him for? I don't think I can sit up. That's okay. We can just sort of flop you over the saddle. Miss Albatross, I think you're going to have to walk. Oh, very well.
2: Olivia, call Dr. Von Habersetzer to the bridge, will you? Dr. Von Habersetzer, stop blowing things up and come explain things to stupid humans on the bridge, please. Dr. Friedrich Von Habersetzer, stop blowing things up Come talk to stupid humans on
5: the bridge. Thank you. A lot of that felt really unnecessary. Did it?
8: (gasps) What haven't you told me? And why is Colin glowing? Why is Colin... what?
3: You're glowing. Quite a vivacious shade of pink, actually. Did you have that martini in your hand the whole time? Of
4: course I did. Did you think there was one perched on the edge of the basket I just crashed into?
3: Why is that a more ridiculous idea than you flying with one? I said
4: I didn't intend to fly. I was brushing my teeth... With a martini? Yes. What do you use? Brasso, of course. That's disgusting.
2: So, about the glowing... What about it? Why is it happening?
4: How should I know? Go ask Dr. Von hoy You're not going to blow up, are you? I don't think so. I, I don't feel... Explody. Your gait could be a hair smoother ca- Uh, Greg.
8: <laughs> I didn't think zebras made those noises.
5: I didn't think they had long, flowing means. But here we are.
2: Ah, there you all are. You're not supposed to be able to enter the bridge without me, you know. So many things
7: in life are not as they should be, eh? Like this uh, zebra with the mane, like a romance novel fellow. In a better world, you would be captain of a spaceship, no?
2: I am captain of a spaceship.
7: Yes, my dear, of course you are. So, my olive up friend, what is happening here? He's bright pink. Yes, thank you, lead. My eyes are perhaps a bit old, but still up to the task, I think. He's not just pink, he's
8: pulsating.
4: My head feels strange. Can your head feel bloated? Did you eat a bunch of carbs? Don't be absurd. How would eating carbs affect my head? Good point. Did you shove a bunch of carbs up your nose? You actually just asked me that as a serious question. You're the one with head bloat. Is it
3: me? Or is he getting pinker? Subtly, but yeah, pinker. And isn't his neural circumference increasing?
2: Neural circumference? You mean, is his head getting fatter?
3: I was trying not to panic him.
2: You really do suck all the fun out of everything. But yeah, Colin, hope you didn't waste suitcase space on hats. Doctor, what the hell is happening?
7: Now, you must be calm, good fellow.
8: Will that help?
7: I have no idea. It's uh, generally a good rule of the thumbs when things are, uh, swelling.
5: Should we take him to the biosphere now in case that loaf won't fit on the bridge soon?
4: What? I think I'm going to be sick.
2: Joe to the bridge, please, to clean up after Colin's head. Joe to the bridge, please, to clean up after Colin's head. Thank you. You have got to stop doing that. I'm practicing for my career upgrade to Walmart Tenoy. Could
8: he maybe get down now? Wow, that's weird. Greg sounds just like Cal.
3: The fact that the zebra is speaking isn't what's surprising to you?
8: Oh, yeah. When did that start happening? Uh, Colin, how would you, uh, describe
7: your natural color? My god, I'm going to die!
1: I believe I am supposed to get a present. There
8: you are. Here, I made this for you. Oh! That's... it's... what is it? Oh, made bechamel sauce. It looks...
4: very good, actually. It's the right color and everything. If we could, perhaps, concentrate on me for a moment longer? What's it made of, Leet? Two
8: tablespoons jargarin. You mean margarine? No, Jargarine. It's made from gungan milk. okay. And? Two tablespoons of caulk, and some dust, and salt. Is that everything? And a cup of gungan milk. Well,
1: what a delightful container. I believe I was stood here. Excuse me.
4: Cal, could you possibly turn around so my head is on the side of the conversation instead of my backside? Hang on. You just called him Cal. My mistake. They sound so much alike. Turn around for God's sake, Greg.
8: I'm not sure I can. Uh, your head's taken up most of the room I'd ordinarily use to turn around in. I about you just climb on down.
3: Where did you get Gungan milk?
8: Where do you get cow's milk from? A cow? Very good.
2: Did you just pat me on the head? Hang on a minute. Lee, did I see you in a healer pod earlier?
8: Oh, yeah. I was trying out a different one. My former favorite smells too much like rotten cheese and mustache thickener.
1: Oh, uh, that must be Joe. I noticed his stash was looking a bit weedy.
2: You weren't by chance in the emotional healer, were you? Look, I hate to be pushy,
4: but is there any chance someone could help Colin off my back? Yes, could someone help me down? I feel very odd. You mean the
8: pod with all the posters of kittens hanging off branches that say hang in there? We're all going to die soon, and this will be all over?
2: Yeah, that one. What difference does it make? I set that one to snarky. Why would you do that? Because I need more snark, okay? Oh, well done, Pants. Santa gave you one nice person for Christmas, and you already broke him. See? That. That right there. I want to snark back in your face so bad. Leet, a little help here?
8: That does it. I'll try to land you somewhere
3: soft. Hey! Oh, well done. You're hovering.
8: Actually, I think it's his giant head that's keeping him aloft. Help! I don't think I can get down!
1: Perhaps if he were to burp... From his head? That is where the extra air is, no? Burp from your head!
7: What does that even mean? Uh, Monsieur Fize, could I uh, borrow you for just a moment? But I want to see his head explode. I promise you'll be able to see everything, alright? Here, here, please. Fine! What is it? Stop trying to blow me around! I'm not a balloon! I wish to congratulate you on your performance, my lad! Such an actor you are! I was beginning to worry they suspected something was going on, but you are brilliantly stupid today, and their fears are allayed.
8: What does it feel like to waft? I've always wanted to
7: waft. What is this talking?
1: Oh, you are calling stupid? <gasps> is this German for stupid? Oh, oui? is
5: not
7: officially we? Yes, yes, my boy. No. Staying in characters. Is this is very wise.
5: No, then hold your wish.
7: May I go back over there now? Ugh,
1: you are smelling very strongly of sausages.
7: Yes, yes. Let us both return to the fold before they are growing suspicious. I had read that your one flaw as an assassin was that you were a very poor with the disguises, but now I can see this is not true. You are a genius, at least at being an idiot.
1: You know, I have killed for less, you little German Oh, Joe, fellow. thank goodness
2: you're here. Can you mop him down or something? Don't you dare come at me with that mop, you...
4: you custodian.
2: Oh! Look out! Oof! Ouch! Did you have to mop him so hard? Colin, Leet, are you two okay?
7: Oh, apologies. I've uh, never mopped a floating, giant-headed person off a ceiling before. And uh, why is there a zebra tromping all over my nice, clean floors? Didn't you just come from a swamp?
3: Colin's not talking. That's got to mean there's a problem.
2: He's never not talking. We should get them to healers, not the emotional healer. Uh, Greg?
8: Well, I guess deciding to occupy a zebra is a bit like buying a truck. Now you have to help all your friends move.
6: Moving an unconscious Leet is a nearly impossible task. Even the 778 repair bot wasn't able to lift him onto Cal's... Greg's... The zebra's back. They tried towing him behind, but nothing was strong enough to withstand Leet's weight. Because of his symmetry, the crew thought that perhaps they could roll him to a healer. But because his shoulders are so much wider than his feet, they just ended up rolling him in circles. But in the end... There!
5: Finally! You know, if we had 81 more of him, we could build a sort of Leet Hinge.
6: And just like with those mythical stones, exactly how they got Leet to his destination is shrouded in mystery.
2: How are we gonna get him into the healer? There's no way we can lift him. I vote we leave him on the floor and lay the pod over
3: him, just sort of wrap it around him. We won't be able to seal it. Oh, It'll be good enough. Once he's awake, he can set it back upright and crawl in. Sounds like a plan. (sighs) There, that should work. These healer pods are surprisingly light. And on wheels. You mean we could have brought the pod
5: to him?
2: Crap. Sandwich? Alright, but no sneaky layer of blood pudding.
3: What out of ketchup? Blood pudding is not a substitute. If just one of you had thought to bring an actual pen on board, you'd have ketchup.
6: Not only that, but less than a minute after the door closed behind them, Leet awoke, propped the pod back upright, and got in. In the neighboring healing pod, Colin was also awakening.
8: Colin? Colin,
6: you awake? Uh,
4: I am now. Where am I?
8: You're in a healer.
4: My god, this is horrible. Get me out!
8: Calm down. You've been in one of these before, remember?
4: I most certainly have not. I have terrible
8: claustrophobia. When we first launched, you had anal warts or syphilis or something.
4: Oh, yes. My god. That can't have been more than a few weeks ago. But it feels like a year at least. A lifetime. Am I still pink? How big is my
8: head? I can't see you. I'm too big to fit except in one very specific direction. I feel better. You mean the warts? I did not have anal warts! If you say so, Frogbutt. What did you call me? (sighs)
4: Shut up. (laughs) Do you think we'll make it to a new planet?
8: Most days. Not Tuesdays. What does that mean? It means I try to be optimistic most of the time. But I give myself one day a week to have doubts. It's my doubts binge day. I can have all the doubts I want, but I have to stop at midnight 01 Wednesday. All the other days I think we'll find a planet and it'll be nice. Does that work? Sort of. Sometimes the doubts leak into Wednesday a little. Like when an engine blows up or we find a calibord. Stuff like that. Just because he's a bomb, though. I mean, I like Cal. He's a really good listener. Good listener? Yeah. I went and talked to him in his little room a few hours ago, and he just let me talk. It was nice. And you didn't think it was strange that he didn't say anything? How did you know that? Besides, he did leap and boop at me a couple times. In a very affirming sort of way. I see. What do you do to stay positive? <laughs> Have you ever
4: known me to be positive? Maybe you need a Tuesday, too. Does anything make you feel better? Sleeping is nice. And I've been keeping a journal. It started out as a way of recording my new powers as they show up. But it's turned into a more personal record of my thoughts. I'm afraid it's not very positive either. Maybe I should work on that. Uh, I did spend some time in the bio-swamp earlier today. How was it? Well, the mad flying about and ducking geese, or whatever those were, was fairly unpleasant. But after I hit the glass, I crash-landed, rather fortuitously, on a lovely little hill. There was grass, regular trees that don't droop quite so alarmingly. A distant sun was lighting up the place. I just sat there for a while, thinking about nothing at all. I realized how long it had been since I'd felt safe. Safe enough to just sit in the sun. That sounds nice. It was. It really was.
8: What about you? Do you think we'll get to a new planet? What day is today? Uh
4: Thursday, I think. Not Tuesday, hmm? Then yes, I think we'll get to another planet.
6: And it'll be nice. Will they get to another planet? A nice one? That remains to be seen. Or heard, as the case may be. This episode was brought to you by Jarjarin, the butter alternative that'll have you scraping your tongue and saying, I can't believe it's not better. When there's nothing else to put on your toast, you'll still want to avoid Jarjarin. You've been listening to Richard Cowan as Leet, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Kevin Hall as Cal, who we're probably going to call Greg from now on. Aaron Clark as Le Biche Frise. Eric Perry as Joe and Dr. Von Habesetzer. Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline. And me, Richard Nadoni, as your narrator. Our theme music and other music is composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. This episode was directed by June Clark Eubanks. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Tickets are still available for our live show on April 25th in Seattle, Washington. See the entire cast of Oz9, plus enjoy live performances of Girl in Space, Relativity, A Ninth World Journal, Sage and Savant, and Moonbase Theta Out. It will be an evening to remember. Visit wifi Sci-Fi.org for details. You can also find Wi-Fi Sci-Fi merch on TeePublic. Just go to teepublic.com and search for Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Thanks also to our new Patrons. Ace Galaxy, Rick and Missy Croft, Barry Heap, Louisa Wagner, T.H. Wyman, Eric Davis, and Evan Melhouse. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator
0: out. The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
6: Welcome to the Strata.
0: There's two of them following me. I know that for
8: sure.
2: Hand over the package and we'll let you go.
8: You'll let
1: me go? Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Uh,
0: The first bullet hits me in the chest. Sends me staggering back a step. Alright, you assholes.